Hello and welcome to Firefighters from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Five bells, stand by all stations. Attention, all districts, a five alarm fire. Five bells, move in immediately. That's it. Let's go! Let's go! Firefighters! Presenting Firefighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the Demon of Fire! In just a minute, we'll visit Chief Cody in his office at Fire Department headquarters, where he has just asked an important question of Jimmy and Trudy, brother and sister of Tim Collins, the young fireman. But before we hear the answer, here is a message. Let's go, firefighters. Let's go to fire department headquarters, where you remember Chief Cody has been telling Jimmy and Trudy Collins the story of the big fire, the conflagration of years ago that almost burned the whole city to the ground. And as the chief ends his account, Trudy Collins asks, But Chief Cody, well, you said they had fire engines and ladder trucks and hundreds and hundreds of men. Why did the big fire get away from them? Oh, didn't he say the wind was blowing all the time? Steady, all three days the fire was burning? You keep still, Jimmy Collins. You weren't there. <laughs> She's got you on that point, Jimmy. Oh, golly, the way you told it, I felt as if I was there. <laughs> well, if you'd been there, you'd be your own grandfather. It was so long ago. Yep, it was so long ago. And that's the answer to your question, Judy. How the fire got away from the department and burned for three days and might have gone on and burned out the whole city. If they hadn't stopped it with blasting powder. That's right. You see, in the old days, they didn't know as much about fire prevention as we do now. Oh, maybe that's why we don't have so many big, terrible fires. Yes, it is one reason, Trudy. Cleaning up the city, storing things carefully, building houses and factories and so on that resist fire. Well, all those things prevent a blaze from spreading too far, too fast. And you said the architects give us better architecture. Why, well, they do not. They do, too. What Chief Cody said so. He said... He didn't say architecture. He said... It... Ah, golly, you got me mixed up, Trudy. Now I don't know what's the right way to say it. <laughs> Could it be architecture? Well, that's what I said, practically. <laughs> uh, Chief Cody, you said the big fire happened on a kind of a bad kind of roof. Yes, the mansard roof. A very convenient kind of architecture, but it had a lot of exposed woodwork. And the big fire ate its way through block after block of those roofs. So now they don't architect roofs that aren't safe anymore, because they know more about fire prevention. Yeah. Well, how about it, kids? Why don't you put the story of the big fire into that play of yours, huh? The fire prevention play that you're going to give at Northside School. Hey, Trudy, that's an idea. Oh, Jimmy, do you think we could? Oh, we can ask Miss Grable, can't we? There's no harm in asking, is there? Oh, thanks, Chief Cody. You always give us brand new ideas. <laughs> thanks a lot, Chief. And thanks for the story, too, about the big fire. You're welcome, kids. Now run along home and get to work on that play. Time I gave a little attention to this department business on my desk. As Jimmy and Trudy hasten homeward, full of plans for rewriting the fire prevention play... Their firefighters' brigade is to present an assembly at Northside School. Chief Cody digs into the pile of reports, applications, and correspondence on his desk, losing himself in his work until... Yes, Glover, what is it? 
Private Collins? What's he doing here at this time of day? Says I sent for him? Huh. All right, Glover, send him in. Great blistering blazes. What did I want to see Hooksy Collins about? Private Collins reporting, sir. Mm. Tighten that knot in your tie, Private. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, that's better. What's that on the sleeve of your jacket? Uh, where, sir? That thread. Looks all of six inches long. Pick it off. Yes, sir. Don't ever forget the details, Collins. A good fireman keeps himself smart, inside and out. That's important. Yes, sir. Don't neglect your uniform. No, sir. Yeah, well then... <clears throat> sir? I didn't say anything, Collins. Don't keep interrupting. No, sir. Hmm. Well then... <clears throat> Collins, I hope you know why you're here in my office. Well, yes, sir. You sent for me, Chief Cody. Oh, oh. I did. <laughs> and naturally, you know why I sent for you. Well, no, sir, I don't. Oh, you don't, do you? Well, no, sir, but may I ask a question, sir? Well, you may. Now, don't get mad now, Chief, but do you know why you sent for me, sir? Private Collins, that's... <laughs> you young whippersnapper, you. You caught the old man off guard. <laughs> I hope you knew what I wanted, and maybe I could worm it out of oh, you. Oh, don't let it bother you, <laughs> Chief. None of the boys can figure out how you keep track of everything as much as you do. I'm getting old, Collins. It's working 48 hours a day, slowing me down. I'm losing my memory. No, not you, Chief. Well, this time I'll have to ask Glover what I... Your clerk, Chief? Yeah. Well, uh, Glover said when I was coming in he has the reports from promotional school when you want them. That's it. That's what I wanted to see you about, Collins. Your record at promotional school. Oh, I had the usual notice through the mail, sir. Yes, yes, the notice that you completed the course to the satisfaction of your instructors. Yes, sir. But your actual rating, Collins, your rank in the class you train with... That's what decides how soon you're eligible for promotion. Oh, yes, sir, but they, they don't tell us how we made out, Chief. No, that's confidential. But I can tell you this much. You finished among the first three, Collins. Oh, good grief. Yes, sir, a mighty fine score, boy. And I tell you this because I've got a problem on my hands. Now, two of your group, you three who finished at the top of the list, are going to be promoted. Oh, then the problem is which two of us three jumped from private to lieutenant? That's it, Collins. We have two openings for new officers. Yes, sir, well... Whatever you decide, Chief, I know we'll all be satisfied, even though I don't know who the other two men are. They're good men, both of them. It's a tough choice, Collins. You see, we need officers for one of the ladder companies and for an engine company, too. And, well, any of you three would fill the bill exactly for either post. Well, Chief Cody, I... Yes, well, Collins? Chief, a long time ago, when I first got my appointment to the department... Not so long ago, boy, when you're as old as I am. <laughs> I can remember when your own dad got his appointment and... Well, to me, it's just like yesterday. Oh, I, I was thinking about my father, sir. When I got my appointment, you gave me a choice. Do you remember, Chief? Yes, you said you wanted to as much firefighting experience as you could get all through the department. Yes, sir. Wanted to follow in your dad's footsteps. Yes, sir. And since then, I've served with old three ones, the latter company dad started in. I've served with Engine 209. Yeah, I think I see what you're getting at. Yes, sir. Chief, I worked hard at promotional school, but... Well, I, I'm glad I, I'm eligible for one of those lieutenancies, but... But uh, maybe you'd rather have a transfer instead. Could I, Chief? To what division, Collins? Oh, well, I, I don't know yet, sir. Good grief, this came so fast. I just haven't thought. Well, go home and think it over, then. Yes, sir, I'd like to talk it over with Mom. A good idea, Collins. Your mother knows as much about the department as any man on the force. Uh, Dad used to call Mom his deputy when he was <laughs> chief. She'd have made a good one. If she didn't have all you young Collinses to raise. Uh -huh. Well, go talk to her, son. Make up your mind, and when you're ready, we'll discuss that transfer. Meanwhile, at the Collins' home, Trudy and Jimmy are deep in preparation for their fire prevention play. Jimmy is complaining. 
Ah, oh, gee. What are we going to do about Miss Gravel, Trudy? We know she'll want us to put on her old pageant anyway. Oh, but didn't we decide about that, Jimmy? That we'd be nice to Miss Gravel and get her old pageant over with, and then we could do my play. Well, sure, but now what? Now we got three plays. Three plays? Well, who else wrote a play? You never told me that. No, I mean, now we got Miss Gravel's pageant, and we got the play about firemen you wrote yourself. And now we've got to write another one about the big fire chief Cody told us about. Well, I know. Let's make them all into one play. Gosh, that would take all day and all night. Oh, my goodness, Jimmy. Don't you know anything about plays at all? I know plenty about plays. I guess I heard plenty of plays on the radio. More than you, even, because I'm two years older. Oh, don't be silly. Those two years before I got here, you were only a baby. Bet you never listened to the radio or anything else. So you haven't either heard more plays than me. Well... And if you knew anything at all, you'd know how they do. They say, uh, meanwhile, and then they tell you what's happening somewhere else. Oh, I get it. Say, supposing we're acting out your fireman's play, the announcer says something like, uh, well, meanwhile, the spirit of fire prevention is over somewhere else defending our citizens and and all the other stuff, just like Miss Greville wrote it out, well, That's huh? right, Jimmy. Maybe while we're acting out my play, the announcer says, meanwhile, outside the big fire is raging and ravaging and eating up everything with its octopus tongue. And what kind of a tongue is that? Well, the big fire has eight tongues, like an octopus. Gee, you sure, Trudy? Well, come on, we'll look it up and start writing. Oh, no, it's too soon before supper. I'm too hungry to write. Well, let's rehearse instead. Let's do the big fight part. Yes, if we're going to act out my play, I wrote on the stage. And have the announcer, meanwhile, all the rest. Come on, Trudy. I'll be the fireman and you'll be the arsonier. Uh, I mean, arsonist. The one that starts the fire. Well, I haven't written out all the speeches yet. Who cares? We can make them up. You know, just like a fight on the radio. All right, but don't knock anything over like the last time. Now, you catch me sneaking away from the burning building, Jimmy. A halt. Stop or I shoot. I mean, uh, don't stir a step or I'll let you have it. Well, now... Stop. I, you can't get away with hey, it. Hey, everybody, I'm home. Stop it. I said you can't get away with it. Good grief. What's going on in there? Hey, hey, Trudy. Jimmy. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Take that. No, you don't. You arsenier. Ouch. Hey, 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 what goes on? I'll beat your ears down. No, you don't. Now, break it up. Break it up. Cut it out. Cut it out. What's got into you? Oh, there it... Oh, golly. It's all right, though. It didn't break anymore. Well, what's the matter here? Jimmy, Trudy, I'm ashamed of you two. Oh, hello, Tim. Did you see our play? Huh? Just like the radio, Tim. Did you hear us going, no, you don't, like in the big fight scene? Oh, good grief, and I almost sent for the rescue squad. Rescue squad? I wonder. Uh, hey, Mom! Mom, I've got to talk to you! Now, what do you suppose he's got to talk to Mom about all of a sudden? Jimmy and Trudy can't guess, but maybe you know what Tim Collins has in mind when he rushes off to talk to his mother about the rescue squad. And maybe your guess is right, because you heard Chief Cody's offer to transfer Tim to any division of the fire department he might choose. So to find out if you guess right, listen to our next true-to-life episode of The Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell you, boys and girls, how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first, here's a message you ought to hear. And now, Chief Bob Cody with a special notice for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. This is Chief Cody with another word about those handy little fire extinguishers. One of the most common is a little carbon tetrachloride extinguisher. And best of all, this vaporizing liquid extinguisher can be used on any kind of fire. Now, that's worth remembering for home protection. So long for now. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it. Let's go! Let's go! 
Firefighters! Firefighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.